What's up guys? If you guys didn't know, today we're talking about uh, these three people. So if you have any questions, feel free to put them in the comments. We'll try to answer as many as we see. Ask them anything. Else we're just going to get we're started. We're going to have a redneck competition between Bo and I to see who has done the most redneck thing. Ashley's up there too, probably. I was trying to think if we should start with Tim because he has so many cars or end with him to see if they get cut off or not. I don't know. Bo might have him beat. I don't have that many cars. Uh, you had a car that none of us knew about. <laughs> a couple, yeah. Yeah, like where did that thing come from? Why oh. have you been hiding it this whole time? We just I'm don't why? really know about Bo's past, honestly. So <laughs> it's a mystery. I mean, like, we can get right into it. I guess it's kind of funny because he's so young, you wouldn't expect it. Yeah. The car that they're referring to is a very sweet. <laughs> Drew, did you see? <laughs> yeah. 1988 Grand Am. And you hear that and you're like, this thing's going to be hideous. <laughs> and then this dude pulls up a picture. <laughs> <laughs> the wheels were really hideous, but in my defense, I was broke and never had time to replace them. This is what was on the car. Um, so basically, me and uh, we were me and a buddy were driving driving through. We were going to Lowell to see a movie, and uh, there was a detour on a bridge, so we had to go like through these back streets around. Was it a romantic movie? I don't remember even what the movie was, <laughs> but we were cruising around these back streets, and on this like back street i would never even go down there's this car and it's just i see it and i'm like man what is that you know like just had this presence and we pull up and it's this 88 grand am and it was a five speed with a quad four so it was the quad four engine which was really good back in the day for four cylinder you know it was kind of ahead of its time and it had an f20 i believe it was an f23 in it so the dude had 750 bucks on it and the windows were tinted. I couldn't see in it, but I'm like, I, I didn't know anything about it. There's a number. I called the number. He's like, oh, yeah, I'll be I'll be right over there in a few minutes. Opens it up. Uh, look around, and I realize this thing is rough. Like, so it, what it was was it was an old Pioneer base competition car. So the back seat, there was no back seat. It was a wall behind the two <laughs> that front That was seats. all speakers ah. or whatever. There was six 15-inch subs. <laughs> <laughs> but there was no subs. <laughs> Somebody had took all the audio out of it and just the big uh, big sub box was in there. <laughs> <laughs> big sub box was in there. And it was it was a little molested, you know, so I'm like, oh whatever. We go out for a drive and he's just banging gears in it. I'm like, yeah, I'll take it. Seven hundred bucks. <laughs> what? Well, I just wanted a car and it was cheap. I mean, I was thinking about it. Like, you used to be able to just go out and buy a car for less than a thousand dollars and have fun yep. with it. And it was summertime. I was sixteen. Like, and I for some for some reason it just appealed to me. It might have been the third gen Camaro spoiler on it. It might have been the shaved door handles. It might have been you know I don't know what it was, but it was just it had it was different than anything I'd ever seen. Was this this wasn't your first car though, right? This was a second car to you. Yeah. <laughs> like you owned a car and you just bought this as a yeah. a toy? Yeah, that's that's kind of basically when I knew. I was like, why, you know, you're just buying cars for no reason just to play with them. So that's kind of when it started. But I guess I had my first car. I wanted a Grand Prix. I really wanted a Grand Prix. I was 16 in high school. Like Grand Prix were the thing. Did you have one buddy with a Grand Prix that you were so jealous of? Uh, Sarah's older sister had a Grand Prix. <laughs> Man, Grand Prix were sweet cars when they yeah. came out. yeah. I mean, if you had a Grand Prix in the parking lot of high school, you were you were the you were the king. But they came um, out like the year I graduated. 
Yeah. <laughs> they were old when I was in high school. <laughs> this is like 2012. You know. Oh my gosh. So they they were getting older and affordable. But uh my dad's like, Nope, here's your geo tracker. And I'm like, Thanks. <laughs> So, uh, those are cool too. It was a lot of fun and it was a five speed as well. So I, I was learned how to drive manual right away. And I, I had, I'm like, well, I got this geo tracker and I, it's not cool at all. So I'm like, I got to make it cool. (laughs) So I sold my moped, bought some wheels and tires for it. (laughs) Straight piped it with a glass pack. (laughs) Oh no. Yeah. Put a put some speakers in it, a nice radio, and uh, back in the day before LEDs were a thing, I think I've told the story before. We used to take the 194 bulbs out of the interior and paint them red, <laughs> and then put them back in, and you could drive around with your lights, interior lights on, and they'd be red, and you know you just had the stuff bump in. <laughs> So I guess I basically... Um, When I was in school, we kind of did a similar thing. They had like these silicone booty condom things for your 194s. (laughs) Okay. You could get them in like blue, green, red. Yeah, you just buy them, slide them over there and (laughs) stick them back in. (laughs) See, I had a good old Geo Tracker in a 98 or an 88 Grand Am. (laughs) Both just obnoxious piles of white junk. What did you sell both those cars for? Uh, I sold the Grand Am for 750 bucks. I made $50 on it. And uh, the tracker actually, I think it was like 2900 bucks or something. I got it pretty good. It only had like 100,000 miles on it, but it was rusty. It's, oh, I was going to say it's worth like twice that now. Yeah, if I still had it now, it would yeah. be worth a lot of money. Joey would probably give you five for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was cool. I mean, take the... Uh, I guess I got a lot of stories I probably shouldn't tell on this podcast of that tracker, but <laughs> top removed and uh, like it was, it was like a little Jeep, you know, it was fun, I guess. But Eric Lewis, what's up? Good to see you. Am I the only one hearing that noise? <laughs> no, it's true. Uh, Welder upstairs oh. grinding. <clears throat> yeah, I've, uh, I've had some, uh, I remember, uh, kind of a similar to your Grand Am story, uh, I'm driving down Division, and I see this uh, used car lot, and I see this car, and I'm like, what the heck is this car? This yeah. thing is like, this is like a DeLorean-looking car, right? And I pull in, and it's a Mitsubishi Starion, and I fell in love with it and bought it. Mm-hmm. That car was so ahead of its day. Like, it was a 1987 Mitsubishi Starion. It had, like, rain-sensing wipers, like, all the radio buttons, all the climate control buttons were on the steering wheel. This car was, like, way ahead of its day. <laughs> 2.6 turbo rear drive, like, staggered wheels from the factory. Like, sweet. I still kind of want to buy another one of those. <laughs> but, yeah, I fell in love with that thing. Yeah. And then that started the whole, like, four-cylinder turbos are actually pretty quick. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like a big V8 guy, you know, and I didn't do anything with the Mitsu because I didn't know anything about modifying boosted four cylinders then. Um, it was just a car I had when I was in high school because I always definitely had the coolest car in the school. Like always, <laughs> always. I had an 84 Grand Prix, Tim, T-tops. how many people went to your school? <laughs> um, I, You're still the same way. You still got the coolest, coolest car It was here. a small, small, <laughs> yeah. small school. Yeah. Wayland, so Wayland, Michigan, so that's a pretty redneck. <laughs> and, and my vehicles were never trucks. I never had trucks then. They were, they were always like lowered sporty cars. No shotgun in the back window? 
No. Yeah. I, but, I, but while I was in high school, they said you couldn't anymore. Yeah. So like during like my high school years, they're like, okay, no more. Nobody can have shotguns in their back windows during school. <laughs> <laughs> I Only also, during school, though. And that was the rule. <laughs> like, yeah. You, on school premises, you know. Yeah. But I also made it all the way through high school without a truck as well in a small yeah. town like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. So, yeah, that's that's funny. That's probably why we get along so well. <laughs> but uh, always had sporty, sporty cars. I think they were all two doors through all through high school. Huh. And uh, yeah. And then my Eclipse, uh, the car that well, the green car on our on our little icon for today. Um, I was working with a guy that had a 91 Talon all wheel drive TSI. And I'm just talking to him because we're both car guys. I'm a V8 guy, you know, at the, at the time. And, um, he was, he was like, this thing runs 13s. And I was like, no way you're lying. No way. No way. And he was like, come with me. I'll give you a ride on lunch. So we go to, we, you know, go to lunch and get on an entrance ramp and he just opens things, this thing up. And I think at that time, my Grand Prix or whatever car I had ran like, I don't know, like low 15s or something. It was terrible. But uh, he opens it up on the entrance ramp and I'm like, holy crap, this thing is amazing. So I went and bought one and then that's <laughs> when I got my 92 Eclipse. And uh, that car never ran an ET, you know. Um, I think... I think one time I had no second gear and I took it to the track and ran a 13-0 at like 116. That's bad. I think going from first to third gear wow. with like oh. a big turbo <laughs> just because all my friends are going. So I'm like, ah, heck with it. I'm just going to go. But uh, yeah, it was a good time. I, I like love that car. Is that your favorite car you've owned as far as the old ones? Yeah, or the Starion. The Starion is like the car that I sold that I'm like, Darn it, why did I sell that car? But you never modified that one? No. You just drove it? I would love to have that car back. Because I've actually seen a couple after, and they were not as loaded as mine was. Oh, really? Mine had no, like, I don't think any less than 10 steering wheel buttons. That's nuts. It had, like, like I said, it had, like, full radio control, climate control, um, and maybe cruise, because... It's imports so it probably had the cruise on the steering wheel. And like, if you add up those buttons, that's a lot of buttons. Yeah. I didn't Especially know they had rain sensing wipers. Yeah. I thought the 3000 GT was Mitsubishi's like ahead of the time car, but I mean, that was yeah, 90s, that's but early nineties uh-huh. active arrow and yep. dampened exhaust. And yep. Yep. That's a neat car. Yeah. yeah. Noah here has one. I know every time he brings it in, I'm like, <sighs> it's cool. I love like, the wheels he's got. on. That's a good looking car. Yeah, yeah, I Those agree. Have a good street presence. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's been battling issues with that thing for five, six years or something. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's little quirks, I think. Yeah, yeah I think it's all little, pretty little small stuff. stuff. Like if he was to go at it now, I mean, he's learned so much since he started here. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he would probably figure it out in a day. <laughs> uh huh. But yeah, I don't know. Um. So yeah. Next. So, yeah, Ashley, how did you get into cars? Oh, geez. Sixteen years old. What was your first car? A 98 Grand Am. That's lots cool. Of, yeah. That's a Grand Am. I'm in. Yeah. Grand, <laughs> yeah. Grand Ams are cool. No, I, I, um, I loved that car, actually. Uh, it was a really good car. I ended up blowing it up because I thought I was a street racer, and I wasn't. All of my friends, that's all they ever did, you know? So there was, in Chicago, if you know anything about Chicago and the street racing, where you would meet up was Archer Avenue. And then you drive over to either like the stockyards or to um, Doty Road, and that's where everyone would street race. So 
In the meantime, you would literally just light to light, just take off, traction control off, blow the tires off as far as you could. And I was like, yeah, I'm a street racer, you know? <laughs> Definitely was not. Um, but yeah, I, I had that car and I loved it. After that, I actually had a two-door Explorer. <clears throat> that thing was fun it got me around a lot of places but then after that i bought my g6 and then again back into the pontiac world where i was like this car's great solid black my windows were as tinted as probably your grand am was mm. you couldn't see a single thing that thing ended up getting totaled but um i come from a family of a lot of cousins my brother mustangs that's all they had anytime you walked into anybody's garage it was just lined up with Mustangs, Mustangs, dirt bikes, four wheelers. So kind of where it stemmed from. I've never really been into anything else more. I've always wanted to be in some sort of racing. Like I love to race ever since I was a kid. I was a kid on the bike. Like, hey, who wants to race me? Who wants to drag race me? Mm -hmm. Anything that had wheels or moved, I wanted to race. That was it. Yeah. Just all, all the time. That's a good point. I think a lot of uh, just the gearhead that I... I that made me into a gearhead would be just like being around tractors when I was younger, growing up on yeah. a farm, just being around farm equipment or, you know, anything with an engine and tires, just, I, I loved, mm -hmm. I loved just being on it or around it or, you know, anything to do with engines in general. Um, and then when I realized that, it, you know, you can, this, you can have the same love and it gets you places, you know? Yeah. When people are like, Oh, it's just a car. And I'm like, you spend like people spend a lot of time in cars. Why wouldn't you appreciate and love the car that you're driving? Yeah. My dad was always really good at just giving me a, you know, a, a quad or a dirt bike or something to learn and just mm -hmm. be around and on. Yep. So, yeah, oh, yeah. Like, um, there's such a difference. Like when you go from having a vehicle that just gets you back and forth to work, mm -hmm. you just get in it, you drive it. And then all of a sudden you get a car that you like, like first off, like, I guess I'm, really bad at this but it took me a lot of years to figure out the kind of vehicle i actually enjoy to drive mm -hmm. I and i would like, all argue you're still figuring yeah i didn't know if i believe that statement or not yeah. because I we just, just had this conversation <laughs> yesterday yeah like i i have a you know a big f-150 dune truck and honestly i hate driving it anytime except when i'm in the dunes, in the dunes. yeah <laughs> but then i get my 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 little sonic and i love driving that car Love yeah. drive. I love driving little zippy sporty vehicles. Yeah, you know it's like I had my M6 and I'm, it's this big four door, you know, super fast car, and and I loved it for that. But it wasn't really what I liked. Like I like little small zippy sporty cars. Like you just have to figure out what that is to where it's like when the wife is like, "Hey, I'm out of brown sugar." You're like. I'll go get you brown sugar. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, <laughs> you got to have that vehicle. Yeah. You know, and if you're jumping in a Corsica, um, you probably don't have that feeling. Yeah. Wow. You know, what an interesting choice. It's, it's super yeah. important. I mean, I spend uh, two hours a day in a car. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You do. Yeah. You spend a lot. I do too. I travel to Chicago and back all the time. That's I think why most buying... people, it's third. Number one is probably well, work. Yeah. Two is home. Yeah. And three is probably in a car. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, you yeah, got you a Chicago commute too, didn't you? Yeah, I still do it all the time. And buying that ATS was a lifesaver. Like as much as I love the Sonic too, but like 
you know, like Tim says, that's a fun zip around town car, like to drive to Chicago and back. It's not really. Yeah, that ATS eats up more of more of a cruiser. Oh, it's so nice. So it probably nice. gets really good gas mileage too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. That's that's my gripe with my Sonic. The thing gets crap gas mileage for yep. what it oh, is. Oh, absolutely. Like. If I took the Sonic to Chicago, I'd have to fill up on the way there, and about halfway back on my way back, I'd have to fill up again because I'd be completely empty, like yeah. dead empty. During uh, in this season, being ten to twenty five degrees, um, I'm only getting like twenty four or twenty five miles a gallon. With me being pretty nice to the car on E. But, um, yeah, yeah, like 22 on E and I think about 25 on gas. That's not really much of a difference. Right now I'm, I'm filling up with the other fuel every half tank. Mm. So it stays around a 50-50. It's, you know, it bounces around a little bit, but just to get a little more miles per tank when it's like 10 degrees outside. Yeah. Nobody likes yeah. pumping gas in no, and no weather. And like no. when you're pumping gas, it's either on the way to work when it's the coldest, or when you're on your way home from work, which is the coldest. The coldest. <laughs> so it's you know it's like oh like I did that the other morning. I waited till the next morning, and it just so happened to be that morning that was really warm that we just had. And I was like, oh, this is yeah. great. And then we went home. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, full tank, and it is freezing outside. I'm so woke, glad I woke up. It to was woke up. It was 37. Yeah. And then. That night it was like 25 or less? Probably less than that. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was like 12 on my way home. Oh, yeah. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Do you you guys in the chat still have places where people pump your gas? We've never had it here, have we? I don't think so. I don't know about ever, but definitely when I was driving in Chicago, we had places that did it. Oh, really? Um, Yeah. We we had one right on our corner of Byron Center and 28th Street right here. They did? But then they went out of business. Oh, that was oh. like the only Before full service station. No, on the other side. Oh. On our side. Oh. That was a full service station. No way. I pulled in there before and got up to the pump and saw it was like, I don't know, like a like a dollar more a gallon or like oh. 60 oh. or 70 cents more a gallon. And and then I would notice that it said full service. And I was like, oh, I'm going to take off now. <laughs> yeah. But, I, I, in the wintertime, I would definitely pay more to have somebody. I would. I yeah. Yeah. I always pull up and like just sit in my car for a second. I'm like, oh, I got to build I up really the courage to, to open the door. <laughs> How much further do I have? How many miles do I have? Yep. <laughs> it seems like that would be a good business move right now, actually. If anyone wants to do it, though, that's a pretty terrible job. Yeah. I mean, yeah, nobody wants to work anymore. So let's let's get real yeah. here. Like, they are definitely not showing up to work tomorrow. Nope. <laughs> My kid's just starting to drive, so he anytime he's with, I'm like, hey, <laughs> go pump the cans. <laughs> you need to learn how to do this. Uh, so next question, uh, Bo, I'll just have you start again. Uh, what car did you have when you learned about ZZP, um, and how did it end with you working here? That's a lot, but... Uh, <laughs> it is a lot. Yeah. I knew about... I don't know if we have time for this. So I knew about ZZP before I had a ZZP car. I used... I mean, I used to... Uh, I used to just sit on the website and build a cart. Aww. Just used to build a cart. You before know? you had a Grand Prix or anything? Oh, yeah. Literally, when I had my Grand Prix, I didn't even... I already had everything planned out. Like, I just would needed the car, you know? So you knew you were owning a Grand Prix at some point in your life? No doubt about it. <laughs> <laughs> So basically after, you know, my dad didn't buy me one. I'm like, all right, you know, I got a job, I got a job. Like I, I'm just, screw this. I'm buying my own. So I did went out and bought one. And two weeks later, chipped a piston in it. Like every Grand Prix owner does. And, uh, it ended up being the intercooler pump plug was faulty and no mm. intercooler pump. Yep. But it had Small the intercooler pulley. on it still. 
Yeah, it had a it had a full stack intercooler and a two eight pulley on one nine rockers, and the, the intercooler pump went out. And okay. uh, I don't know, dude. It was a long time. Were you there doing a top a... speed run or Absolutely. something? Absolutely. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I was gonna say because even uh, even having the intercooler heat exchanger there, like. Yeah. It would usually still not chip no, this, a piston. This was this was when I was just full like don't know how to build or mod or <laughs> drive or you drive a car, you know, I just floor it. Just floor it. <laughs> <laughs> Every <laughs> chance you get. Yeah. And then and then I'm driving home from school one day and I'm like, Man, what's that noise? And uh st- <laughs> it ended up just being a chip piston and I'm like, Well, I gotta fix it and I can't afford to pay somebody to fix it. So ended up pulling the engine out, did a XP cam, ported heads and uh I don't know, a slew of other things while it was out. You tell me this story all the time. That's when you got your first uh, Harbor Freight toolkit. Yes, that's a yes. <laughs> you still have to this. So I had to. That was the thing actually that was super big about putting building the car or replacing the engine was I had no tools. So like I, I remember I had to say I saved seven hundred dollars and I went to Harbor Freight and I and I bought it toolkit i bought jack stands i bought a jack i bought just like miscellaneous Harbor Freight oh, jack stands absolutely still have them <laughs> if you bought the old ones they're all right okay. <laughs> free recall an engine stand and like all the stuff and then uh me and a, me and a buddy went and picked up a short block and top swapped it with my parts and new parts and got it back together it ran for like a year and then i spun a rod bearing and uh it happened um <laughs> Also, just beating the snot out of it, like six in a row. (laughs) Like it was, it was like we did two, and I was like the standard customer. Yeah, I was like we did two. Oil temp was probably through the roof, and you know, except a lot of other things played into the spun rod bearing. But um, we did like two, and I'm like, dude, we should get a video. So then I did like two more, and then we're like, you know. But pick up my buddy. I'm like, all right, one more on the way home, and we do another one, and then we get home, and it's going. Ah, oh, here we go again. <laughs> so then, like at that point, I had already done it once, and uh, I I put together the final engine for that car. And, yeah, that's uh, called. At no that point, at that point, I did have the cruise. I had a cruise because I was like, this car is not reliable enough for me to drive to work at this point. <laughs> the car is not reliable. Yeah. Well, I know, but it's self-inflicted. <laughs> so I had the cruise and I was kind of modding that on the side too, but like ZZP wasn't super big into the one four yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had the downpipe in the cat back and, uh, like an engine intake and some other stuff, but, um, I had the cruise. So at you this had a point, chip tune, didn't you? Yeah. A, oh. a bully dog GT. It's actually a really good tune. <laughs> it's still on the car. I don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> Prove it. Let's dino it. Your sister still has it. Yep, yeah. prove it. Um, anyway, <laughs> the at that point I had the cruise and I'm like, all right, I'm, I I got time to do the Grand Prix right. So put the car together, and uh, I mean that was the one that I brought to Dino Days at that point. Made like 365 wheel. That was my first Dino Day. I worked here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You had both two cars here, right? I, yep, I had that car here and my old Regal here. Um, but yeah, that toolkit, it's funny. The toolkit I bought to build that car in an, an old friend's barn. I still, I've, I brought it here to ZZP and I still work out of that same 200 piece toolkit. Is kit. it in your trunk of the Regal right now? It's always with me. 
is always with me. Is that the same one that uh, saved me before? It saved you before. <laughs> it's the same one I built Zoom's engine with. Like, it's I. If you need a good toolkit, two hundred or hundred ninety nine dollars, you can get a three hundred one piece mechanics toolkit at Harbor Freight. Buy the upgraded ratchets, and you're good. But. Uh, there you go. Yeah, I guess. How did I learn Michael about Bailey? ZZP? Cheers. Is that Michael Bailey, the sure one that is. I'm going to blow up his engine? <laughs> Tomorrow. Tim. <laughs> we'll oh, see. Oh, hi, Michael. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Uh, yeah. I guess I just, uh, like anything, <laughs> go go full in if you're going to do something. And I'm like, you know, ZZP is cool. You guys are close. Like I love the cars. I've been, I, at, at by the time I started working here, I'd been modding 3,800 for like five yeah. years. So how'd you get the Regal? Cause you had a Regal, not the same one. Okay. So, Grand Prix. Cause he's a 3,800 customer. The yep. Regal, the Regals came into play and my love for the Regals came into play. <laughs> <The> Regals. <laughs> when I realized the cruise was way too slow for anything I ever wanted to do. And I could have a Regal for half the cost and twice the horsepower. So I did that. Got, you know, got rid of the cruise, bought a Regal. And I'm that like, was going to be the daily? Well, the old one was a daily. The, <laughs> the new one's not a daily, but, <clears throat> but yeah. Is anything really a daily anymore? No. 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 I mean, there's, they all should be dailies, I guess. weekday cars there's, and weekend cars, yeah, no I was, daily. <laughs> I, guess, I guess we got to change the term daily to not modify. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no, you can't do that. No, you can't have bone stock. Bose and Tim's modify all things. That's Absolutely. why I said, like, <laughs> oh, wait, daily. all of us do. Yeah, I bought a daily and I modified yep. it already. Before you drove it. Yep. Yeah, literally it drove up, it here. Drove it here, <laughs> dropped it off, went out of the country, came back, and it was done. Yeah. 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 Thanks, Bo. No problem. Well, the biggest thing you that know, really... I'm going I'm to answer, Ethan, for Bo. Bonneville, SSEI. There we go. <laughs> I can't argue, but the, the Regal is. The Regal is the best 3800 because it's the W-body platform, and the build quality is far superior than a Grand Prix. Mm. Bose Regal is insane. I'm going to go uh, Fiero swapped. Yeah, oh, not wrong. Oh, not wrong. Oh, oh, but oh. I guess what made me think I could work at ZZP is when I brought my Grand Prix to ZZP and everybody's like, man, this is so cool. And like, it was the nicest one here. And I thought it was the not that nice. <laughs> like, I didn't think it was that nice until I brought it to Dino Days. It made good power. I got a trophy. Everybody's like, oh my gosh, this is the coolest thing ever. I'm like, really? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I literally just built this in a two-stall garage with no heat. <laughs> yeah, working with no heat, that's that's a level of commitment that I do not have anymore. You know what? I had heat Same. when I worked when I worked on my vehicles, but it was like a salamander, so it's like, you know, get a little bit of cancer to be a little warm. Yeah. <laughs> or uh, you know, yeah. Kerosene heat, yeah, Ooh, good times. Oh yeah. I have a lot of hours. I have a lot of hours in garages with uh, kerosene heaters. Mm. It's worth it when you live in Michigan, though. Yeah, you kind of have to. (laughs) All right, what's up, Timbo? Yeah. Street Uh, racing. We know the car. Street racing. The car Um, you had when you learned what ZZP was. (laughs) Um... 
Oh, well, I worked at ZZP when ZZP became a thing. So <laughs> yeah, that doesn't I guess really uh, I guess I would say my my '92 Eclipse was the uh, was the Ooh. car I had. Um, that's how I met Zoom. You know, he had a he had his uh, lease car, so his his '99 GTP that uh, him and Matt Meekoff were like throwing mods at. You know, making making mods, I should say, like just putting things and drilling things and all that. Um, I believe. He had like nitrous on it at the time. I raced him with and without the nitrous. That was the first ZZP throttle body. It was just something that like, you know, Zoom and Matt just milled out and put a big flapper in. And then everybody on the forums were the forums <laughs> more like, I want one too. And then Show that's kind of what started ZZP. How old you are. <laughs> but yeah, I, like uh, I've beat Zoom. I beat Zoom twice in that car in my Eclipse. And uh, and then got hired like very shortly later. <laughs> so yeah, that was a that was a great time. The '92 Eclipse it ran um, twelve forty four at the time. Back in like nine ninety nine. Car then. Yeah, it was, I know so many people. Yeah, it ran twelve forty four in like ninety nine, and um, it went. It made a lot more power later, but I never made it to the track because it was always broke. That's, yeah. always that's also every one of those owners. Exactly. But like when it ran mid 12s, that thing, I could street race the crap out of it. As soon as I turned it up to like 11, nine type type power, Gone. that's when it just started breaking. And most of it's driver error, you know, like I just slam the gas to the floor and dump the clutch, you know, <laughs> and that, um, yeah, it's, it's not really built for that. Is that when so. you started tuning too? Which if you don't know, that's Tim's primary job here yeah i mean i had i had all the three letter things you know hks everything so the vpc and the gcc so it's like turn dials that interrupt signals to the ecm you know it was pretty pretty archaic, archaic now but uh pretty trick yeah. i think is what they called that i do have actually something pretty funny like and this is a big insult to myself oh i tuned the car using an air fuel gauge I mean air fuel gauge, not a wideband air fuel gauge. Like literally the air fuel gauge that interrupts like the O2 sensor and just lights up like this all the time. And then when you floor it, it like settles in a spot. Yeah, I tune the car with that. Um, I if, if a customer told me they had that in their car right now, I would tell them to remove it immediately. Because <laughs> what happens is like that gauge can fail and it'll backfeed voltage to the ECU and it'll like freak the ECU out. We dealt with it with the Grand Prix back in the day. Like it happened quite a bit. Car would just start running like crap and we're, and we're like talking to them and they're like, and I'm like, eventually we figured out, hey, do you have an air fuel gauge? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, unplug it. And then problem solved. But yeah, that was, that was the late nineties. So, I mean, that's my excuse, I guess, but um, that car beat everybody in the, in street racing, everybody. Like we, I, I raced 10 second V8 guys and like murdered them because I'd be like four or five cars ahead by the eighth mile and then just let off the gas. I mean, what was the V8 then? Like a of Corvette LS1s. probably? LS1s. Really? Like I raced so many LS1s back in the day. WS6s, 1LE Camaros, like Which that was all the car. Pretty slow in today's standards like i mean matt spidell was like my big 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 victory he was like a 10-7 camaro 1le car 170 shot of nitrous and i like slayed him on market <laughs> avenue like bad um i did i did end up losing to matt meekoff's uh, camaro mm. i think he was 
like a maybe a mid 10 second car at the time centrifugal um v8 you know um the batman body style like like in late 80s early 80s corvette um fiberglass leaf spring for weight like that thing would pull the front end on the you know at the track i lost to him once but that was about it (laughs) i I beat everybody it was it was pretty cool Did that car give you a lot of trouble or was that pretty? Yeah. Yeah. That's oh, yeah. what we were joking at lunch today because uh, I am the flat toe king, I think. I've towed cars from Grand Rapids to Lansing, from Grand Rapids to Kalamazoo, and from, uh, and from Silver Lake, which is like, you know, up north to Grand Rapids, like all multiple times with just a toe strap. That's nuts. From Silver Lake? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like on the highway or did you take back roads the whole way? On the highway. <laughs> Just straight on the highway. You don't got to stop no that deal. way. Like I didn't, I didn't have money to pay a towing company $250 yeah. to but move my a, vehicle. That's a, but I got a tow anybody, strap. For anybody wondering <laughs> from Grand Rapids, it's about an hour and a half. Uh-huh. Two. Doing, eight, probably, doing yeah. 75. Yeah. But yeah. And then, yeah, that's me doing... Yeah, I'd say the main thing that made me come to ZZP was I just grew up going fast, not broke. <laughs> Still doing it. There it is. <laughs> Man, I went fast and broke. Let's be real here. Like, <laughs> oh, man. We've but, all gone too far. Yeah, <laughs> but but I had to. I mean, that's that's what got me into ZZP. I mean, we all lay the path. You know, we make all the decisions to put us where we're at. And, um, you know, Zoom recognized the passion I had. I mean, I was making four cylinders do some cool stuff back in the day. Mm-hmm. I really wish I could go back in time and, like, do it again. But, you know, so you don't take we the, all? You would take the red pill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would. Um, at first, I misread that that meme about the red pill, about going back in time to when you were six, but knowing all the things you know yeah. now, or taking $10 million right now. But I guess it's um, kind of but, vague, uh, because if you think about it, going back to when you're six, knowing everything you know now. So is that reliving the entire same life, yes. or is that a different life? I, I misread it at first. Yes, I think reliving your life from when you were six. Yeah, definitely. So then that's pill. cool, like buy Bitcoin. No, no. Why? You have ten million now. You can buy Bitcoin right now. But I'm forty-two years old right now. And you're in your prime. I w- I want more life. Well, you know we, we, we know someone who's working on it, so we're fine. <laughs> like yeah, you know our boss is definitely into life extension. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say I've probably freezed my life for the for at least a year or so. You know, taking all my vitamins and whatnot. Our boss uh, definitely pushes us all. Like we have you're, free vitamins. Tim, you're in going our break back room. in time. Yeah. Yeah. You're fine. Take the ten million. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> ten million's a lot. That could that could last you a while. <laughs> yeah, ten million, you're totally good. I mean, you quality. would get your favorite car ever. You would own it. No problem. Yeah. At yeah, six you can't drive it. No. But uh, knowing, and then you would have to wait how many ten years? Yeah, a long time. Exactly. Ten years to drive exactly. a vehicle. Mm-hmm. Man, yeah, remember that, those days? Now Tim would have three hundred and sixty-five cars and drive a different one every day of the year. So would you? <laughs> and then, you, and would then you? he would sell it. <laughs> like why I know. <laughs> and Bo, just like Paul Walker. What's Paul Walker say? Need one for every day of the week? Just yes, yes. 
That's why I love just like that a guy. Pair, just like a pair of shoes, man. A different car for every mood. Yeah. I think that's why we mod our cars, because we get bored of cars so fast. It's not about them yeah. being a certain level. It's just they need to be different every day. Yeah. I, I agree 100%. Mm-hmm. Yep. Same. Something. It's got to feel different, look different. I mean, uh-huh. it, that's that's my problem. As soon as I like get a vehicle done, like, eh. it's like, well, what do I do now? Mm-hmm. Yep. My Sonic, what do I do now? sell it it's got all the mods like what do i do to it now like you know it, enjoy it. it you know and anybody want to buy a sign you know it's uh you know what do, what do you do you know and, and the thing is is it's such a smarter idea to keep a vehicle and keep going with it such a smarter <laughs> financially idea. yes but well no like just to have the coolest one ever oh yeah you know like uh let's let's give ryan derrick a shout out here like he's had the car bought it brand new mm-hmm. still has it to this day and who's got a cooler cobalt yeah. Like that's kind of cool. Like mm-hmm. having the sweetest, like having the most known vehicle like that. I've yeah. never had that. And he has I built one a, car. I built a whole bunch of cars money into it. So it's like more built than any of us will ever have. Yeah. Like <laughs> I built too many cars to 90% and then sold. Yeah. You know, Ryan has like, I'll just say, I'll just like, drop it down a little bit and say he's built it to like 99%, you know, because he's always trying to make it better. Right. Yeah. Like he's always trying, like trying to figure out the next thing to do. Mm-hmm. So it's not quite a hundred percent, but I mean, it's darn, darn close. Yeah. No, I agree with that. I give him a ton of credit for keeping a car that long. I could not do it Ugh. at all. No, I, I get, mean, I he's the original owner easily. of that car. Yeah. Well, that's, brand new. that's why I send you stuff every day. I'm like, Hey, how about this? <laughs> yep. Hey, how about this? Let's do this. Hey, what are you doing? Let's, let's go do this. <laughs> Yep. That is always a fun question, though. Like, Tim, if you added up all your mod cars, the money you sunk into all of them, oh my gosh. and pulled that money air. into one build, one car, one build, like... You'd have a full carbon fiber. You'd have, like, an R8 fully <laughs> built twin turbo. Is that like, is that what you would have? Probably. An R8? Uh, like no a, budget. It's yeah. a good choice. I mean, I, I love R8s. I don't... Mm-hmm. Man, I don't know. I think... Uh, I'd hate to go all JDM fanboy, but I think I'd have an R34 that was like... Yeah, you probably could, too. That R34 <laughs> that goes to grid life that wins every award ever. Like, I see that car, and I'm like, man, like, that's... Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I, there are other cars that, you know, I don't have to go, you know, cars that aren't purchased here originally. I have a lot of cars I love, but that's a pretty good one. Mm-hmm. But even then, I'd, I'd get bored of it after a year, so it's <laughs> irrelevant. <laughs> Probably. I, I think I'd be lying if I said that there's a vehicle that wouldn't bore me. Mm-hmm. So, Ashley, what what car did you have when you learned about ZZP? How'd you get here? I actually learned about ZZP. Not even really about, cars, right? Well, no. Well, it was like 10 years before I ever started working here. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, so when you so lived at that in time, Chicago? Yeah. At that time, um, I still had the G6. So I had had friends that lived here in Grand Rapids, and that's actually how I met Zoom a long time ago. Um, and I had some unfortunate family things happened. When my mom passed, I decided that I wanted to move to Grand Rapids because if anybody knows what Chicago is like, it's not necessarily the best place to live. So uh, I moved here and I was doing a different job. I was doing like property management, um, flipping houses, things like that. And I was over it. I was done. I didn't want any part of it anymore. (laughs) So I was like, oh, ZZP is hiring. And I was like, oh, ZZP is hiring. 
Was that, maybe ZZP is hiring. <laughs> was so, that right when the housing market was terrible here? Um, or after it doesn't. It didn't really matter because the way they were buying and selling and flipping houses was through auction anyway. So it oh, didn't, it didn't so matter. Totally yeah, it was completely yeah. different. Um, but there were some really corrupt people. So I decided I was going to apply and see how it went. So I applied and I got the interview and I came in and I was like, this is really scary because at the time I interviewed with about seven people at one table. And I'm like, well, uh, I don't know how I'm going to do with this. Yes, I know a lot about cars. Yes, I know enough. And, you know, I've I've got a motorsports background and, you know, power sports, whatever, all that. So I waited like a week before I heard anything back. And once I got hired, I was like, oh, my gosh, here we go. I had no idea what to expect, though, coming in. But when I came in, I was like, oh, this is a dream job for anybody. Anybody who has a passion for cars, motorsports, anything like that, going fast. And then being here, everybody was just so welcoming and so awesome that it just, I can't ever imagine not working here. But yeah, so I had the G6. And then when I started here, um, I actually had an Explorer at the time because I apparently love Explorers. Tim, I know you can understand that. (laughs) I would still own another one to this day. I still look at them just for the hell of it. Uh, So yeah, that's what I had. But I also, like Tim, was very big into the going to Silver Lake, the sand dunes. Um, for people that don't know, we have a pretty decent sized sand dunes here. So that's how that's how we met each other. Actually, yeah, first yeah, we, time. we met at the dunes. He was yep. you had your your was it a, uh, a Silverado? Was that yep, yep? Yeah, and I had my quad, and yeah, we were out there ripping the dunes, and I think I've got a video of him jumping. At, yep. Yeah. Yep, my dune truck Silverado. <laughs> yep, I had a couple quads. You know, yeah, if you guys razors, don't know what like that. Silver Lake is, it's Silver not Lake like dunes like you're thinking. It's like, what would it's, you say? If you know what Glamis is, it's a miniature Glamis. Are yeah. some of those dunes. <laughs> like yeah. Straight up, like Test Hill is like that, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like a big thing in Michigan. Like everyone yeah. knows Silver Lake. But yeah. 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 We've got, I mean, Al here even tunes a couple sand rails. We get a lot of sand rails in here. We've yeah. got some videos out there of them. Yep. So yeah, that's what I was doing once I got the job here. Um, I actually remember... Metro Cruise one year. I think you were here. And we decided we were going to take the Razors down Metro Cruise. And we parked here. And then later on that night, we're jumping off of the loading dock out back. (laughs) Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Nice. Yep. Never thought I would end up working here, but here I am. Have we ever used that loading dock for loading or just jumping? Not that I know of. I just only see see Langer's guys go off of it. Langer and the the Razors. Yeah. If you guys don't know the ZZP shop, we have this weird loading dock that's like not attached to our building. It's just a slant, a little flat, and then it ends. And yeah. it's pointed away from the building. Yeah. So I guess the semi could back up to it or something. Yeah. But yeah, one one side's like maybe four foot. Four foot. And then the other side's like three. Yeah. Like three and four feet, I think. Yeah. So it's two different steps. Yeah, yep. there's two two yeah. levels. There's I'm the, too chicken to hit it with my truck. There's the bunny hill, and then there's the mm-hmm. the double diamond, black yeah. diamond. <laughs> it's it's fun though to watch Langer's guys go off of it. Mm-hmm. Oh man, at what point do LE5s break the reluctor wheel? It man, it, I think it's more RPM. It's yeah. not really power. It's RPM. Um, when you spin them over, um, you know, I don't know eight. 7,500 to 8,500 is uh, pretty uh, scary, ATI or not. Um, I know we weld the, we put a tack weld on the bolts to keep them from backing out, but that's not the only, it's not just going to save you. 
Yeah, guys, uh, good question, Sebastian, but everyone else in here, ask these guys questions. I don't want to be the only one asking. I want to know what you want to know. This this is your one chance to ask them, so go ahead. But man, the, the street racing scene back in the day was a good time. There were dudes yeah. mm-hmm. that could hang the tires on the street. Mm-hmm. These guys would bring like VHT to the street and like spray the road down and do big burnouts. It's like as soon as Fast and Furious came out, like, you know, it, it like really hurt it because from it, it, what we would do, we, we would have the hangout spot to where you'd have like a whole bunch of people. Let's say there's, uh, you know, 60 to 100 cars in, you know, the Roger, you know, the Rogers Plaza parking lot hanging out. And then what would happen is you'd challenge somebody to a race and then you'd be like, all right, we're going to go to the race spot, which there was like two of them primary. And, um, and then you'd kind of s- sneak out like three cars at a time, three cars at a time, three cars at a time and go there. And then as soon as Fast and Furious came out, like all of a sudden, like, people would hear it and then now the race spot has like a hundred people that like span out into the road blocking traffic to watch these races you know and then you have like people on crotch rockets doing donuts in the middle of the road you know cars doing donuts in the middle of the road people like overdoing their prep for their launch you know and then it kind of kind of ruined it for a while i don't know if that um, necessarily ruined it because you have to think about it so that's how it was in chicago too so you your 28th street was exactly how our archer was. And then we'd go to the stockyards or, or Doty road to race, but there wasn't social media back then. No. Now everyone modifies their car and it's almost just like for a look because yep. nobody yeah. does anything with it. They want to talk all the talk on Facebook and Instagram. They want to run their mouth. But then when it comes actually down to doing something, nobody does anything about it back then. Yeah. You wouldn't meet someone in the parking lot and, that's how you would handle it. Now yeah. you don't. Everyone just sits behind a screen. Yeah, it really, really is. A, it is very different now yeah. with social media, for mm-hmm. sure. You know, it's just people want to, the long mod list now. Yeah, exactly. The, they just want to show post. you a list of items and, as opposed to like, okay, well, where's the actual car? Yeah, let's I run mean, this. You guys yeah, exactly. Ever have people recording races or was it all just, just not, there? Not really, honestly. Because you didn't like, have camera phones or yeah. stuff like that. It was like flip flown era. Yeah. There wasn't exactly. like a dude with a VHS camcorder off um, to the side. No, like <laughs> no, no. So when Eric asked for pictures, I was like, um, do we have access to MySpace? Like, <laughs> I don't have pictures because this was like when you didn't have camera phones anymore. It was literally flip phones. Mm. So you don't I don't have anything. Uh, Eric asks a good one. Yeah. Uh, a good buddy of ours. He does a lot of great carbon fiber work. Uh, what first ZZP part did you install on your well first ZZP car, I guess, to each of you? Tim, it was probably one you helped develop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, well, uh, I got to give Mika off the credit on that. Um, Zoom was basically like, hey, what do I have to do to get you to own a ZZP car? And I was like, uh, I don't know. You know, I guess I've always, I've definitely always loved Grand Prix since the whole wide track Grand Prix came out. Um, so, wide I, track. so I basically went and bought a G, you know, Grand Prix GT and um, Matt was like, well, you're Turbo <laughs> Tim, so let's turbo <laughs> a Grand Prix. So Matt just made a turbo kit and just threw it on my car. And that was my first mod, uh, the first ZZP turbo car. <laughs> Full turbo kit. Yeah. Like, it, I we see threw it on there. I repetitive behavior here. Yeah, we threw it on there. Still. I went to the dyno mm-hmm. and made 417 wheel horsepower, like, I don't know, like, 
three days after the turbo kit was installed <laughs> and we're all just, just light up we're all like all of us we're just standing there and we're just like holy crap this is like the happen? most horsepower that's ever been done on a grand prix like right here just yeah. done like on a a scab together like rigged turbo kit like it was it was crazy you know that was the same turbo kit that I think I, I had a two fifteen forty Toyo proxies on the on the car, all four corners, and ran eleven nine with it, just like that, just on That's total a street. Really trim. big first mod, also. Mm. Yeah, I was thinking like you know maybe like that. I'm I'm, I'm pretty typical downpipe. Downpipe three inch down. cold air intake. I want to answer Ethan's question real quick. Get the SSEI. And you can even turbo the SSEI, but get the SSEI for many reasons. Ooh, wait a second. He mentioned a 2005 SLE. Does the 2000... I think the 2005 SLE has the uh, GXP headlights and taillights, so... (laughs) Tim is all about headlights and taillights, which is probably the reason why I bought my car, because Tim's like, you better make sure you get the good headlights. Yeah, I was not letting (laughs) you get that base model. (laughs) No, I couldn't get a base model either. Let's be real. Yeah, Eric. Tim was first first turbo guy. I mean, I would consider the 4G the first legitimate turbo four-cylinder that made power and was good what car 4g63 oh yep all your dsm stuff yep that was the one that um what that pretty much started it all i think Mm -hmm. i mean there might be you know you you have the dodge uh, the the colts and the Mm, the um there was a couple others maybe an omni or something wasn't there a turbo mustang like a fox body or something too in the mid 80s but um it never really took off they were all pretty terrible like yep and then the uh you know, the DSMs, the 4G63, like that was the first car that it was cool to modify. <laughs> yes, you know? Ken Block got Trevor into drifting. Ken Block stops yeah. here probably Yeah, we're once good a week. buddies. We hang out once a <laughs> while. Oh, Wednesday man. lunches. Ken Block owes me a Ranger, by the way. <laughs> owes Ken a Ranger. He's, he's actually running a, uh, a uh, man, I think he's got a, an Ecotech in his car these days, right? <laughs> <laughs> like... I was watching, you know, I'm watching the Jim Kana videos, and then all of a sudden I think I can do this with a Ford Ranger, you know, and <laughs> kind of like did endos down the middle of the road. So, the road? Ken Block owes me some money. <laughs> yeah. What yeah. got me into drifting? Um, <laughs> I kind of wanted to do it all. I did drag racing. I had muscle car stuff. I had four-cylinder stuff. I had all-wheel drive stuff, front-wheel drive stuff, rear drive stuff. stuff. Did motorcycles a lot of stuff. <laughs> And then started working here, did a lot of time attack stuff, or road course, I did. Yes, and yep. more of it to come, mm-hmm. yes. hopefully. So did the drag racing, I was like, hey, cool, that was fun, bye. Um, did road course, and I was like, hey, did that, good to go. I still want to drift too, Trev. And then I wanted to drift. I, once I just want to ride. I just want to ride. I don't. It wanna... is so fun in the sky riding with him. I don't know if it was uh, the first time I was on road course with you, Tim, and the rally art like kicked the back out, and I like corrected and saved it and i was like more of that please that was a good time <laughs> more of that please yeah see i i i'm a i drift the jeep a lot on back roads, mm-hmm. but not <laughs> no uh okay no pavement for drifting. deer doesn't count <laughs> if you guys don't know no i've <laughs> i have literally been sliding sideways through a field so hard that I've knocked the tire off of the rim. I'm not You've definitely surprised. done a faster drift than I have. <laughs> I have dents on hoods from corn stalks from me doing drifts sideways through cornfields. <laughs> yeah. Why? Why in the cornfield? 
Because the, it had like a dirt road that had a twisty, turny road. And I was just, you know, pushing it to 101%. You know what Alex time. told me today? Or I'm sorry, not Alex, Joey. Hmm. There's a road where we went past on our way home from lunch that leads down to the yep. Grand River. Oh, I, I've been down there all the time. Like my... My explorer's been there so many times. Yeah. Why am it's, I just uh, finding it? We went there on the during our <laughs> lunch one day. Yeah, I heard. <laughs> it's it's fun. What's cool about that spot is it's clay, um, but if you dig deep enough, you get rocks. So if you just sit there and like spin your tires and try to well, dig to China, you hit rocks and then you don't get be out. a rookie and you'll be right. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I've I've got a lot of time back there. Okay, well let's prove it. <laughs> Greg Jewel, I don't ATS have products back coming there. up would Your be truck. some fueling and some exhaust stuff. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Michael Bailey, I think if he's still in here, um, has a uh, some new ZZP uh, ATSV mods that uh, will be on the website soon. Some secondary fuel system. Yeah, we got a. Yeah, not I'll, fifth injectors. <laughs> We're talking like seven and eight injectors. Like here we go. Kachow. <laughs> Kachow? <laughs> I mean, honestly, we're working on a lot of fueling this year yeah. um, for <clears throat> all of our DI applications. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I need a ride. I need a ride in a drift car. Yep. That needs to happen. Um, we I don't Taco know why Bell. you chose a Sky. It seems like I think a sketch that's chassis. Why for I got it. into it. Because holy crap. Got the Sky. I was playing with it. And if you guys don't know or haven't been in one, they want to drift. That's all they want to do. But they don't even want to drift. They want a 180 (laughs) and point you where you are going. All the, like, stock ones, modified ones, it doesn't matter. We went to Taco Bell, and we were doing a Michigan turn, and all of a sudden I was like, (laughs) (laughs) Did we do that Yeah, we were just going to Taco Bell. Uh, The Chicago Drive U-turns are. Yes, it's exactly (laughs) They're nice. (laughs) I do. I love the, uh, what do you call the little 360 turns? (laughs) Oh, man, those are good times. Uh, What do you call those? Darn it. I'm. I don't know. Drawing a blank. The ones where you, you don't have to stop and you do the turn and then you get know. off a roundabout. I round still about. don't. I, roundabout. roundabout. Oh, yeah. Roundabout. Thank you, man. I'm, my brain. Um, <laughs> there's a roundabout on the way to Silver Lake and I would take it in no, my Silverado you, and I would do like two. That's not on the way to Silver Lake. That is in town Silver Lake. No, not, not that one. <laughs> oh. The one on the way to. On the way to, not in. Okay. But yeah, I would I would go around it one extra time because that truck loved doing it, and it would just about pick the front tire off the ground, almost. Like you you get gain some speed around the 360, and then you exit your your spot. Good times. But yeah, so I realized that, and I was like, this is perfect. This thing wants to slide. We just gotta make it not do 360s. I think I want to try this. Uh, L built the whole. The whole setup on that thing. Screw up. For the turbo, uh, 6758 makes about really? 400. And then I went to a drift event and I was like, this is insane. This is actually crazy. Way too much power. I don't know what I'm doing. Mm. And I bought two or three E36s, drifted those for a while. And that was awesome. Dialed them in. Two or three. Set it's the up. only way to buy an E36 or a Miata. Yeah. The two slow car, learning how two to do three. it was great. <laughs> and now that I know what you need and what you want, can dial in the sky, get it running good. Yeah, we're pulling that's, the sky in on it. Monday. Yep. <laughs> yes, for, for some cool. Because Tim stuff. and I have blown up too many diffs in those. Yeah, things. man. 
How many yeah. are you on? I'm I'm on the third one. I'm on my second. Yeah. So well, yeah. Tim, yours makes about 800 wheels. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was funny. Yeah, we we went to, we had this autocross at uh, Berlin Raceway, like not too far from our shop. One of the funnest autocross. I can't really. wait for it this summer, honestly. Yeah, I, I hope they're going to redo it. Yeah. Oh, they will. I think they're going to they're changing it too. So and every time every time I would go, like the horsepower on my Sky went mm-hmm. up like a hundred. No, it not like, on its own because of the announcer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the announcer said it. And I think by the end of it, it was like eight or nine, maybe eleven. I don't know what what the uh, end horsepower was, but straight axle. No, no power glide either. I know you're already yeah, typing it. Coming. I know you're already typing it. Uh, yeah, Tyler answering Sebastian there, talking about wanting to get in a road course. Listen to Tyler. Dot four fluid and just go. Was yes. it road course or was it, was it? I think it was. I think he asked both drag racing and road course. Oh. Which either way, uh, take it from somebody who was a, a rookie not that long ago. Seat time. Everybody says oh. it. Just um, go. Mm-hmm. Even if you're not going for times, just that was go. what I would say. It doesn't matter what kind of racing you're gonna yeah. do. Just get out there, and you'll know what you need to do next as soon as you go out. <laughs> when you're yeah. driving <laughs> down the track, that's not what you need to know about. It's when you're sitting at the light. Don't listen to the people on the internet that tell you how to build your car. No. Just oh my go. Gosh. See what you need. <laughs> no. Like I have. Um. Like when it comes to road course, since a guy mentioned road course racing, like I could go at a speed and do a 360 in the middle of the road. I've done this at speed, 360 in the road and keep going. And I was really cocky about going going to the road course. Ryan Derrick's like, Tim, you need to try road course. You need to try road course. And I'm like, ah, it sounds like it'll be fun. He's like, you need to do it with an instructor. And I'm like, instructor? Like, I can <laughs> I can do 360s at 60 miles an hour. I don't need an instructor, right? And it like I go like I go to sign up, and the, it pretty much won't let me sign up without having like a whole bunch of track experience. So I'm like, all right, whatever. You know, I don't need an instructor. And I went. I needed that freaking instructor. Like, so people, if you're going to experiment with road course racing, go to an event with an instructor. Mm-hmm. And I'd say your first few times, like your first time at a new track, even maybe do the instructor because they don't cut your track time down at all. And like, usually the instructor knows that track and will give you really neat pointers mm-hmm. and just remind you of some of the basics. Cause every once in a while, you just kind of forget some of the basics. Like I, one of the hardest things for me was like, this ain't a two-lane road. This is a one-lane road. Use the whole track. Mm. Like, grass to grass. Use the whole thing. That's a lot. That's a great point. Yeah. The track-to-track track difference is crazy to me. Like, hearing yeah. you and Tyler bounce off, like, you'll just pop out of your office and be like, yeah, Tyler, seven, eight, nine. You remember when you did this and this? And I'm like... <laughs> Yeah. Two. <laughs> I'm like going around the track. And it's so true. And there's oh, so there many like broken rules you do on road yes. course. Like there's the rules and then you break all those rules. Yep. And what's up, JPL? Thanks for the hat review today. We yeah. had a good laugh out of that. <laughs> Love it, brother. Uh, um, yeah, I used to be super intimidated by drag racing for no reason. Just other than just being embarrassed, you know? I mean, yeah, it is because there's you just, got a stands full of people and then you yeah. have the people that are working there who obviously see people who come there with monster cars every day. Mm-hmm. And you're like... Wing, wing. Are you, you, you said you used to. Are, are you telling me that you're not still scared to death as you pull up to the uh, Christmas tree and you're like staging? No. Because I still am that's, scared to death every a, time. I, it took me a long time to stop shaking. 
I don't shake anymore. Took well, me a while. You don't? Tim, nope. your car's still got do. faster. No. Every time. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's that too, but like, it's it's like all eyes on you. And like, sometimes you're at events and you're like, oh my God, there's like hundreds of people. Like, yeah. I hope I don't like, you know, so many different yeah. mistakes to make. And it's like, I think it's scary. The last car I took down the track was the Tesla. And that I oh, actually man. laughed down the track because I didn't expect it. Oh, yeah. Because I'm so used to like, I have to launch my car and that car, you just literally hit the gas. And then <laughs> yeah. I was like, my head flew back and I just laughed. I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm I wasn't always, expecting that one. I'm always laughing and screaming, oh, I know. banging we, the dashboard like we, yeah! we yeah. on the return road. <laughs> seeing the GoPro videos. footage. Yeah. Like, you just know it. You know it. You know, you get that pass and you just let off and you're just like, <laughs> if I'm Man. in a no burnout car, I'm fine. If I have to do a burnout, I always get like the shakes oh, yeah. after. Really? Especially a front-wheel drive burnout. It's terrible. And everyone's looking at you and they're like, what are they doing? It's a front-wheel drive car. I'm like, shut up. (laughs) Oh. Like, I I don't... Every time. Every time. Yeah. Every time when I'm staging, like, I'm I'm nervous. Like, I'm scared to death every time. Because it's like, you just waited, like, 15 hours to make a pass. (laughs) And you get, like, one chance. You get one chance to make a quarter mile pass. So you're like, oh God, where am I going? You're like, I can't make any mistakes. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out. Shout out. 131. 131. Yeah. Uh, Guys that take two hours to clean up like a drip of antifreeze. (laughs) It was, it was work to get Sarah to make a pass this year. (laughs) It was work. Like, and she did. She'd made two passes. (laughs) I loved Eric's video of her still going. Still going. Yeah, the slowest one. Noah, that's our plan this year. We plan to get it out. He got it after the track season was over. Noah, it's going to be the most boring pass you've ever seen. (gasps) Yes, that car is fast, Mm -hmm. but it is boring. Like it is a car that you could just like use one finger and there's no like it requires no talent. You know, like, well, to race a plaid. No talent. You put it in launch mode. You go beep boop beep boop beep boop, and then it's like flashing lights at you and stuff. Like it's it's it takes no talent Did to we race that. Confirm plaid. that video was real of the no driver pass. I don't know if that was real. I don't that know if it was real. real. What I don't think that video? any track would let that happen. I don't know why. I don't know. Elon wouldn't make that happen himself. You know, like why yeah. wouldn't he? So I don't see why not. Why why wouldn't it? It could probably auto drive itself the the whole way. It's got a clear line in the middle and a clear wall on the left side. That car will be totally fine. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I don't know. Teslas are boring to drag race. Your Sonic is probably the hardest car to to launch and race at the drag strip. Yeah, one hundred percent. A a like super lightweight like economy car that's fast. You're laughing at JPL. Everybody's killing Tyler. Aww. <laughs> Uh, this is Al's fault. Damn. <laughs> oh my oh my goodness. Uh, can you do a burnout in a Tesla? We have not, but yeah. I have seen videos of them, so there's gotta be a way to manipulate it. They have a drift mode which puts like ninety five power to the rear and turns off a bunch of stuff. Have you actually tried it? I've no. never turned it on. Ours has never. it, but when? Well, I mean, it's out in the parking lot. True. They, you know, I'm talking winter. about the Model 3 right now, but like, yeah. it's out in the parking lot. I mean, you know, if you want to take it home, whatever. I mean, as it's long winter. as it's not going to snow, it's it's sitting I there waiting for it would for probably us. be way more fun in the snow. It could easily. I just don't, again, it's the Tesla thing. Like, why would you? It has a yeah. button for it. Like, it's yeah. not fun. 
Like, yeah, I, I don't know. It's it's uh, I, I love it's electric cars. Such a weird but. feeling. It's so hard to describe though that 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 feeling. Yeah, yeah. It's so futuristic. It's yeah. different. And you the can't noise it makes. Yeah. Crazy. It's it's cool. I mean, I, I love electric cars. I love the no shifting. Like if you want to pull out into traffic and all of a sudden you're like, oh crap, I need to get going. Like an electric car is ready to go at every second. Yep. Mm-hmm. There's no throttle delay. Mm-hmm. There's no waiting for a shift. Like That's it crazy. just goes. That's cool. Mm-hmm. But um, but you, you know, I like to C- modify my vehicles. You think you could get a good CVT trans to act like that? Uh, I don't know if you can get a CVT trans to like support a high horsepower. Yeah. Has there ever been a CVT with more than like 200 horsepower? No, I don't know. Not that I know of. I mean, I like the idea of them. I mean, Um, I guess technically you could. That's like kind of what the slingshot is with the belt. But I'll be, I I mean, I don't know about you guys, but like, I love a, a really cool sequential tranny. Like that's cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm, I'm a manual tranny fanboy, but, um, but I do like the sequential trannies and I'm frustrated that GM doesn't use them. (laughs) That's a neat transmission. And then they put the A8, that stupid eight speed in the two liter 16 plus ATS and the ATSV. That's a garbage tranny. Like, why are we not like sequential by now? Uh, yeah, Jeff, I'm I'm not a great shifter either. I'm I'm good at the pedals, like put that thing in second or third, and I can do clutch kicks and left foot brake and all the pedal things. But shifting, that's that's Ryan. I'll what, leave that for Ryan. <laughs> what situation do you use a left foot brake? Left foot brake, not much in drifting. I mean, in drifting, technically, if you were like a pro, which I'm not, um, if you want to bleed off speed and add angle, mm-hmm. you'd left foot brake. Okay, so makes total sense. Mm-hmm. Weird. I, some road course guys do it, don't they, Tim? But it's kind of personal preference, I think. Um, I don't on um, road course. Maybe just a quicker transition off from brake to gas. I don't, I don't I think guess. so. <laughs> I don't think so. It's with road course. It's all just um, you know getting the RPMs up, so you're not dumping mm-hmm. the clutch in the higher gear yeah. and chirping tires when you're turning a corner. At and like a drift 100%. course, a typical drift course, like grassroots, like I do, you're usually in one gear, maybe two, but you're in third the whole time, let's say. So if you're in a corner and a more angle. you don't have a great hydro setup or whatever, and you need more angle, you can just punch the brake, mm-hmm. but you want to be able to clutch kick, come back mm-hmm. out of it. So you'll slide your foot over a clutch kick back to gas. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. I've definitely grenaded uh, my S2000 rear end due to not rev matching. <laughs> Noah always always is yelling at me. He's like, you need to learn how to rev match downshift. And I'm like, ah, I don't need yeah. to. The heel toe I'm, is fun. And then I'm at Road Road America. You don't like, heel toe, do you? No. And then I'm at Road America and I just, you know, grab the gear and just kaboom. And it's like, well, Noah, you were right. The heel <laughs> toe it. is very pedal dependent. I can do it in BMWs, great. It's very shoe dependent. All the Ecotec cars are very hard because they have a brake pedal here yeah. and the gas pedal's up here. So you can't like yeah. kick your yeah. heel down that far. That blows my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I can do it, but not in a racing scenario. Like when, yeah. when like timing is so key, like I haven't been, been able to do it yet. Right. I've never but tried then, on a track. It's But Al McClure sent me a link to a little controller box that can bump throttle for you so i'm pretty interested Mm, in like an auto blip yeah an auto blip i think that might be what the thing is called something like that i didn't know you could add that to any car i know some cars come with it but yeah seems like it 
it's definitely something I want to look into. I always love a good video, and they might have like the the pedals in the corner of the video. Uh-huh. It's always so fascinating to like somebody with good footwork, like watch. Actually I like how everyone's that. got their thing. Like, yeah. you kind of just do whatever your brain does, and everyone's got their own weird way yeah. of doing yeah. pedals. Like, it's very like I like I can like I play the drums a little bit. It's very similar. Mm-hmm. Like, there's That's so, so many. That's so funny that you just mentioned that because I almost asked you like if it's very similar. <laughs> yeah, it is. Because I know you play the drums. And there's like and then like there's no right way to do it really. I mean, there's a, there is a right and a wrong way, but like everybody's different. Mm-hmm. It's the same, you know, hand-eye coordination, using your feet and your hands differently at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, I can't imagine, like, drumming has to be extremely difficult to do. The multitasking, like, my brain, I feel like, would just get so messed up, and I'd be like, oh, <laughs> which one? Which one? What's, yeah. cra- what's crazy, not to derail this, but uh, what's crazy is you can, if you're decently good at drumming, you can do it, normally do it with your eyes closed. Because oh, there's yeah. nothing to do with your eyes. It's just mm-hmm. feeling it. Yeah. I mean, that's like driving my car, too. I It's just so natural. It's right. such an, a, a muscle reaction that just... Yeah. Muscle memory You're not happens. watching the tack. You're yeah, not, not watching the speed. Not at yeah. all. And then I'll get into an auto car, and I'm like... Oh. Oh, when you stomp on the brake pedal? <laughs> all the time. <laughs> all the time. Uh, um, I saw... Kodith uh, made, a, made a comment about over, snap oversteer. Um, I'll be doing a lot of road course in my car yeah. this year, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work on that. Um, my S2000 had terrible snap oversteer, and it took me like an entire year and like five different sway bars and two different sets of coilovers, but um, I did end up getting it figured out. So I'll get it figured out in the sky, and I'll have something. Yeah. Snap um, oversteer? Yeah, that's basically where the back end like becomes the front end like faster than you can imagine. Oh, <laughs> is that a good way to sum that up? <laughs> <laughs> that's why you gotta trust us when we spec our coilovers out. Yes, don't fight us. We have people like Tim and Tyler that like, take it out and yes. full send into a corner. It is like, it, it is a, this this this. <laughs> it is a combination of uh, you know suspension. Um, movement tightening like you know nice tight bushings uh sway bars and coilovers like it is a big combo of it and uh it took me a whole bunch of time in my s2000 to get rid of it but the s2000 when i when i sold it because i wanted to race a zzp vehicle i used the s2000 to learn how to race a car and then was like all right like i like it sucks when i'm going with all the zzp guys to the to the road course and i've got my darn tim and Tim and Tim's F's 2000 and then all the ZZP guys in their cars. Mm-hmm. And it's like, ah, so I, I bought a Kappa, which is like the best platform. John Powell sent me some stuff for it, which makes it amazing. And, um, yeah, this year will be the year. Mm. So, um, I'm excited. it's going to be good times. It's going to be a good year. They finally have everything at the dates that need to be in the correct date. So nothing overlaps each other like they did last year. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait. I'm super excited for Grid Life this year. Yep. I'm super excited for Streetcar Takeover. I hope Cletus does another Cletus and Cars yeah. in Indy. Mm. Like, yep. Hopefully we get out of the uh, Decepticon virus. And um, I don't know what you're talking Decepticon. about. Decepticon. <laughs> yeah. Life is back to the way it is. Just live it. But yeah. Thanks for hanging out, guys. If you guys have anything to add last minute, else I think we'll wrap it up here. We're 10 over. So you guys got a little overtime today. Hey. <laughs> Nothing, nothing. I'm good. Have a good weekend, you guys. guys. Have a good weekend.